0: Welcome home, this is Audio EXP for the 28th of January 2023 and the title of this episode is Have We Doomed d to NFTs? Catalyst is in the spotlight this month as voted for by patrons There is an interview up on in the blog with a talented illustrator and in it we talk briefly about stereotypical art in fantasy RPGs should we strive for something other than rescuing the princess in distress when we bring game books to life with art? Look, last week the podcast was dominated by Dungeons and Dragons open game license drama. And this week's short podcast, The Same is True. I said last week that while wizards had given concessions, the underlying issue remained and that one side would have to back down. WotC now has all the way, leaving the OGL untouched. Furthermore, the systems reference document 5.1 will be a full Creative Commons license and third parties can pick which one they use. There are some details to work out and I think Wizards of the Coast have done a brave thing. It's a shame they didn't always see so clearly, but perhaps they did. Perhaps they now say told you so, to their corporate overloads in Hasbro. It's speculation. Hasbro this week announced that Eric Neyman would leave the business. He's not just the chief operating officer, but also Hasbro's president. And he's going. 15% of the company's global workforce will be laid off. Hasbro's problems are with their ageing lines. Titles like Transformers from the company struggle to make enough money. I wonder now whether Wizards of the Coast's not doing the Transformers tabletop RPG themselves is because there are managers in Hasbro who aren't fans of their more successful colleagues in the a unit. But let's get back to D&D. There were a few potential titles for this podcast. One was whether D&D can now become a fantastic showcase for creative commons and commerce coming together as an exemplar of business which captures public attention in a way that Linux never did. To meet the targets that Wizards now faces, I hope they succeed and I say that not out of loyalty to Wizards of the Coasts, but because I want the Creative Commons offer to work. Another potential title for this podcast was that d d 7 is now more likely. The next d one d d so-called to avoid it being called D&D 6, and to try and draw the edition's war to an end, is still all to play for. However, if to is calling the SRD 5.1, then perhaps the community will call it d 5.1. The thing is, if Wizards can't make it a commercial success, they will therefore need a whole set of new rules, not part of the OGL, or Creative Commons, and they will have to do a new edition and start afresh. That new edition will be D&D Seven. What will make one D&D a commercial success? D&D Beyond. Well, that's another angle for future podcasts. If D&D is Creative Commons, Wizards must get its money through things that people need to pay for, and the subscription model will be their preferred route. D&D Beyond is appropriately named. D&D is free, money comes through the company going beyond D&D with D&D Beyond. But no, this title of the podcast is all about doom. I'm clearly a warrior. In an, an earlier podcast, I look back and I guess that if WotC had wanted to edit or tweak the OGL to simply lock out NFT businesses, then the community might have cheered them on. That didn't happen. Instead, the protections to the OGL and Creative Commons offer might make NFT attempts more likely. Although I know there are flavours of Creative Commons and most don't allow unabashed commercial mockery. To take a step back and explain the connection between D&D and NFTs, it works like this. NFTs are tokens that are unique to people and they point to things and are loaded with problems. One of which is the misunderstanding about what owning an NFT actually lets you own. You don't own what the token points to, just the token. NFTs must be kept alive by the internet constantly burning resources, so they're not very green. They're worth no money unless somebody else is willing to buy them from you, and so they are a bit like stock market bets. Indeed, and the connection is that there have been attempts to make D&D based computer games in which NFTs can be traded or given as a reward. This means the people charging you money to play or letting you play for free can weave NFTs into the system such as tokens pointing to character sheets or in-game loot or out-of-game access to worlds and scenarios. The game helps ensure that people are always willing to buy those NFTs and so the NFTs always have value. Whether Wizards of the Coast's newfound dislike of NFT comes from ethical concerns, or the belief that only they should get to weave NFTs into D&D isn't known. But we may find out. If D&D Beyond offers enough lure to the game, if the subscriptions to D&D work out for WotC and Hasbro, then they may never flirt with the idea again, as they once seemed to. In fact, third-party D&D NFT games might never take off. So, I can answer the podcast headline. Has the OGL community victory doomed D&D to NFTs? No, it's not a sure thing. But it has undoubtedly changed the commercial model around D&D though, making subscription fees, virtual play spaces and ancillary projects more likely. Because they are now more necessary. One last thing before we leave this topic and see if you got any other news this week is this. Previously, we had surveys showing that many DDers no longer wanted to give Watsy any more money. I'm already seeing people saying they will now continue to play DD but won't ever subscribe to DD Beyond. A more recent survey shows that 80% of US millennials see that their digital identities are important to them. It's all connected. So what do you think? What does the Creative Commons and the untouched OGL mean for the commercial future of D&D? Is D&D 7 now more likely, rather than the constant evolution of one D&D as once imagined? Will NFTs and other proxies and gambles float in to extract cash from the community? Now, also flirting, I think, with heated debate, is Fat Goblin Games. They've brought out a suggested tabletop, role-playing game, content rating system. It's not a thing I would ask for. I think RPGs span many different cultures and in a way that it means one system can't apply to many different biotypes. For example, Europeans see sex too differently from the way Americans do to enable a single system but I don't see the harm in the attempt, and I appreciate that some gamers might actually like a badge on a book, virtual or otherwise, to indicate a game is intended for mature readers. That might be a reason to buy it, or avoid it. A far safer proposition comes from Nord Games this week, which is a Kickstarter, the Oracle Character Generator. It's raised about $150,000, and it has three weeks still left on the clock. It's a card-based system to mix and match lots of prompts to help you come up with NPCs or PC concepts. Now, also this week, we had some freebies discussed on the Geek Native blog. One is Siegebreaker Games' Shattered World Introduction Guide. That's a 5e-powered post-apocalypse world of guns and magic, a world in which portals have opened to let demons and other things into Earth. There's also Raven God Games' pay what you want to Quick Start. Raven God's suggests you pay nothing for their 92-page intro into the grim Sword and Sorcery setting and unique rule set. I called out three bundles and mentioned a fourth in this week's RPG News Summary. There are two at the Bundle of Holding, and the first is Advanced Adventures, which is a mega-bundle of scenarios from Expeditious Retreat Press and the second is Return of Zero One Dungeons. If you need a load of interactive battle maps, then that's your ticket. The callout was for the itch-hosted Solo But Not Alone, which is in the third year supporting the Jasper's Game Day charity. And Humble, and from Coldwell Press, there's RPG Worlds. One last thing, if you want to be part of Gygax family history, you can go to Heidi Gygax's own wedding reception by securing the limited-to-one-person top tier of the Till Death Do Us Part Kickstarter. You will also get Heidi and her soon-to-be-husband's own 1E and 5E compatible dungeon crawl. So let's finish there, enjoy your week, and keep safe.